Welcome to Healing House with Dr. Eileen. Dr. Eileen is an international healer, speaker, teacher, and published author of her latest book, Frequencies. Share the next half hour with us as we journey to find balance of body, mind, and spirit in an unbalanced world. We then invite you to call in or log into our chat and share your thoughts and insights. And now your host, Dr. Eileen. Well, hello everyone and happy Thursday. This is Dr. Eileen with Healing House Radio. And today, we it looks like the chat room is going to be self-serve. Uh, producer kind of has not logged in. So my guess is she is either tied up doing something tremendously fun or something tremendously irritating. So let's all put a good thought out for her. And if she calls in during the during the show, I'm sure that she will jump right in, but otherwise, the chat room will just be there. It's open, and I will be checking into it after the show. For those in the L.A. area, the call-in number is 424-258-9337. And for everyone else, including right here in the absolutely beautiful, wow, is it actually a little bit cooler, San Francisco Bay Area, The call-in number is toll-free, 877-697-9725. So, for today, uh, recently I saw a really interesting article um, on Facebook regarding empathy. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with this term, um, our our good friends at Merriam-Webster Define it as the feeling that you understand and share another person's experiences and emotions or the ability to share someone else's feelings. And this can actually, you know, I mean, there is sympathy, compassion for someone, or an identification of what they're going through, and yet it still kind of remains third person. You know, it's it's that, oh, well, I feel either bad for you or, you know, I feel bad for the situation you're going through. And there's compassion, which is also very much about, well, identify, I identify that you're going through something and my, my feelings and my thoughts and my emotions reach out in support of that. And, and I'm prepared to hold this space with you or to be there for you but it's a recognition that somebody else is going through something. Now, empathy goes into a little bit of a different direction because in empathy, you actually feel what someone else is feeling. And the important piece of that is that you feel it as if it is your own feeling. So it it takes sympathy and compassion to a whole new level because then it's not dealing with outside. You're dealing with an emotion or a feeling that is inside of you. And that can be really tricky. That can, and especially if you don't know that you're empathic, that can be a really difficult thing because then, you know, how many of us were described as children as being too sensitive and you know it's like oh you're just so sensitive or you know you 
get into other people's business, you know, why are you feeling so bad for that person? And it it really does, you know, kind of get, you know, it, it gets confusing, especially if you don't realize that what you're feeling is actually from someone else. It, it's not yours. It doesn't belong to you. And so we're going to be talking about that today because, honestly, there's probably a lot of people who are empathic, but they just don't know it. Um, when I was a lot younger, when, you know, you know, a little teeny tiny person, I was tremendously sensitive to what was going on around me. Um, it is, you know, when I, when I think back and I think, wow, you know, all the times that I would come home from school sobbing and, you know, my, you know, my mom or my dad, it's like, well, what's wrong? It's like, oh, well, you know, this person was really sad and I would get a lecture on minding my own business. And, you know, it's like, well, you just need to mind your own business. That's, you know, what's happening to them has nothing to do with you. And it it was it was confusing because I felt like it did have something to do with me. I felt like it was a part of me. I felt it, you know, somebody else's disappointment, I felt as keenly as if it was my own. And I didn't understand because what told or the impression I was giving given was that I was doing it on purpose that it was something I was choosing. We do not choose to be empathic. We can choose to be sympathetic. We can choose to be compassionate. Empathy is an instinct. Empathy is actually, you know, many consider it a form of psychic ability. Because when you are so intensely sensitive to what's going on with other people, then it it does, it it becomes involuntary. And important to remember, one, you're not doing it on purpose, you're not doing it to get attention, and you're not doing it to get into other people's business. It is an instinct. If you walk into a room and you're empathic and there's someone who is not feeling well or there's someone crying, you are compelled to get involved. You are compelled to interact because really when it comes down to it, that, you know, it's very much self-serving because I've often said that an empath, an unregulated empath or an unmanaged empath can only be as happy as the least happy person in the room. And what I mean by this is, you know, someone who's empathic, you walk into a room, you know, everybody else is having a good time, and you notice somebody is, like, looking dejected in the corner. Your attention and your energy will be drawn to that person, and you will feel compelled to to get involved. And in addition to that, the person who is experiencing it will feel drawn to you. I mean, how many of us, you know, we go through our day and we have total strangers in in a grocery store line suddenly telling, you know, their deepest secrets or what's bothering them or what's weighing on them. It's because people can sense that someone is receptive to them, that they will be 
safe with that person. And people feel very safe around people who are empathic because we understand, because we can identify. Even if you have no personal experience with what someone is experiencing, you can be able to go there with them because that is, that's the nature of it. It doesn't require an, an explanation or a reason for us to want to help someone. It's instinct. And there's a lot of cool things about that. Empathy allows you to, if, especially if you're in a healing trade or if you're in, a, in you know, your profession is as a healer or a counselor, empathy is awesome. I use it constantly. And because I use it constantly, there's a certain level of, of familiarity that I have with it where I can put a lot of intention behind it. If I'm working with someone and you know, I need to find out what's going on with their back, I can use empathy to tap in not so much to what is going on with that person consciously, but what's going on with their body. I can be able to kind of, it's like, oh, okay, their body tension is telling me where I need to go, and then I'll just go, oh, and it hurts here. And they'll go, oh, my gosh, how did you know? Because they will have been talking about, you know, their their headaches, and I will point to a spot on their mid-back, and all of a sudden not only will that spot flare up, but when I press on it, their headache gets worse. It's like, okay, here's where I need to be. So it is awesome to, to be able to incorporate that, to be able to connect in that way because, you know, their energy will tell me things that they may not even think is important. And when I walk up to somebody, I have them, you know, start off face down on the table so I can examine their back. And as soon as I get up next to the table, I can just feel their energy pushing back against me. So I stop and I say, have you ever been hurt by a chiropractor? And, you know, it's like, well, yeah, there was this one time, but I trust you. And, the thing is, is you know, and I appreciate that trust, and I recognize it, and, and I'm very touched by it, and their body has no reason to trust me. So I know that I have to get past their body's defenses to be able to do what I do, which is why I start off with body work, because most people relax when they're massaged. So, you know, the empathy aspect will tell me, okay, how, you know, how close can I get to this person without them reacting? How do I come in respectfully? If I'm counseling, normally I will only use empathy just to be able to allow the person to relax and and feel more comfortable around me. See, and that's where that choice piece comes up. And the article I read on Facebook, it was it was really cool and, and I totally agreed with it right up to the point where she was saying that it could not be controlled, that, that it just, it did what it did, and, and that was it. And I, I respectfully submit that that's not true. And the reason I know it's not true is because I know that I learned how to manage it. And it's not easy. It takes practice. It takes going against the gut instinct to, to feel and engage and I really wanted to address this because right now we are in a stage of, of 
really there's a whole lot of fear that people are feeling. They're either, you know, being threatened by fire. So, you know, people aren't trusting the elements. And, you know, we have water shortages and people are afraid that there isn't enough water to fight the fires. And, you know, politically, oh, my gosh, you know, where does one start? So we're in a stage right now where there is a lot of fear. There is a lot of aggravation. There is a lot of anger. There's a lot of resentment. There is a lot of very sort of survival type of mentality where I will protect me and mine. And, you know, so there's a sense of a breakdown, a, a little bit of a breakdown of the sense of community because there are so many polarizing things happening. And one of the things that when, you know, the, the, you know, energetic environment gets to be that way, it can make it really tough. You know, you're in a, uh, an inner tube on the ocean during a storm and you're just floating around there getting socked by every wave that comes through. So, the first step is to identify, one, that you're empathic. So the questions would be, uh, do you feel emotions that don't really make sense with what your, what your situation is? Which, you know, when you have no reason to feel upset or sad, do you suddenly feel upset or sad, especially around someone who is upset and sad? Do you find difficulty in you know, leaving people to sort of deal with their own stuff. You feel like you have to, you know, intervene. You have to do something about it. And and you could be, you know, just not empathic and feel a strong sense of community where it's like, you know what, we got to take care of everybody. That's cool. You're doing it because you choose to. If you're doing it because it almost feels like you can't deal if you don't, you know, you cannot stay in your place of balance if the sound of, of an upset child, you know, I mean, because it's, you know, kids are going to be upset in public places and cry and all of that, but does that really, you know, almost want to send you running out of a building? There are lots of different levels of empathy, and, and those are, you know, some of the most powerful and, you know, the, the reactions. But, you know, depending on, on how you relate to people and, and what it is that you do, you know, if you have a job where you're constantly dealing with folks, maybe you work at a hospital, maybe you work somewhere where there's a lot of intense emotions. I mean, by the end of the day, do you just feel sucked dry? Because people will, as I said, instinctively find someone who is empathic and dump their whole kettle of crazy on you. And, you know, if you find it's like, oh, my gosh, why can't I go anywhere and not have people want to take me off to the side and tell me all these horrible things? And then they walk away feeling better because you've taken it on. So when we realize, one, that we have a sensitivity to the emotions and feelings of others, and the next step in that is to realize that there is, in fact, choice. And like I said, it takes a lot of practice. I was so tremendously fortunate because I, you know, one of my primary teachers, when I first really started, you know, getting into a lot of the metaphysical stuff, um, I was complaining and, well, I was whining about, 
you know, the, the difficulty I was having, you know, learning the things I needed to learn and, and doing the things I needed to do because I was empathic. And he looked at me and he said, well, why don't you turn it off? And I looked at him and it's like, well, wait a minute, you can turn this off? And he said, oh, my gosh, of course you can turn it off. And he explained to me that all it is is really about managing energy. Empathy is energy because it deals with an energetic flow between you and someone else. And just like a, you know, construction worker would be perfectly appropriate to carry around a hammer on a work site, it is not appropriate for them to carry it at a wedding. That empathy is just another one of the tools that we have available to us. And by focusing on it as a tool, you know, people who are, you know, who are psychic, who, who, you know, can pick up things or maybe communicate with those who have passed, in, in many cases it's like, oh, okay, you know, you may get something randomly, but always going to be on for a lot of people, especially those who do it professionally. They will say, it's like, okay, I know you guys are out there, but I'm not dealing with you right now. You know, office hours are. And they can focus it, they can intensify it at those times when they need it. As I said, I will use empathy when I am either, you know, beginning, you know, my first meeting with someone as a chiropractor or if I'm doing counseling or energetic work. If they're going through something really difficult that maybe is something that they don't talk about, I can utilize empathy because empathy is not just about receiving. You know, when when you gain a little bit more practice with it, you can transmit it. And often empaths have no idea how much they're transmitting. And it's when you get around one who has no idea and it's like, wow, you're loud. Okay, come over here. Walk with me. Talk with me. We need to, you know, I need to clue you into a few things so you're not blasting other people. So the idea that, you know, by sending out that balancing connection by saying, okay, I can pick up the frequency of what you're feeling and I can send back, connect with that and calm it and calm it down and allow you to to feel comfortable enough to relax so we can have a conversation. Once that initial thing hits, once it's like, okay, you know, you're, you're calm and it's all right, I don't need the empathy anymore. Then I can work with my visual, you know, visual assessments. What is their body language doing? How are they, you know, how are they reacting? Because empathy can be invasive, it, and it can be tremendously intimate. And you would probably be able to bet that some of the most really, you know, out there folks, you know, who have done historically big, huge, bad things, they were empathic, and they knew how to use it to manipulate others. And, you know, that idea of, you know, someone being mesmerizing and, and, oh, well, I just want to listen to this person. There is an ability they have to get people to override their own good sense to sign on to whatever it is they're they're dealing with. And that's like the extreme shadow end. Everything has light and shadow. The extreme shadow end of empathy is an ability to manipulate others. And in my mind, that's not okay. 
So it's not something that I leave on because I know I'm very sensitive to it. So I don't want to invade anyone else's space. The first question I ask myself is whether or not empathy is necessary in that situation. If it is necessary, then how much? Do I need empathy at level one just to get things calmed down a little bit? Or am I dealing with somebody's, you know, doggone Cujo? And, yes, you can do it with animals and everything else. Um, You know, do I need to bring in that energy, connect with them, calm them down, and then start being able to work with them? You know, do I have somebody who is, you know, hysterically upset? It's like, no, they need to calm down. And I can connect with them and gently draw them into a place where their own choice can kick back in again. But once that's done, it's like, okay, do I need to use empathy or will sympathy and compassion work? So the idea is that empathy is simply one of the tools that you have available to you. And when you learn to work with it, it is, it's amazing how many things that can tap into. Um, psychometry which is the ability to read an object. You know, yes, you can read an imprint on an object that somebody has. You can pick it up and get a feeling from it. That's empathy. So, you know, and it's, it's like you may not get a visual of, okay, this is what happened with this thing or, you know, a visual of, of the literal stuff, the energy of it. And I know that there's probably a lot of you who have, you know, you pick up an object and you automatically want to put it down. Or you walk into a room and somebody comes up to you, they're smiling, they're friendly, but all you want to do is get away from that person. Or there's someone who's grouchy and cranky, and yet, for some reason, you want to go talk to them. So this ability is really, it's very much a gift unless it runs amok, and then it's not so much. So as, as I've often talked, you know, talked about that council that, you know, we have. We have our love is, has a seat on the council. Our fear has a seat. Our anger, our highest self, our lowest self. You know, and just picture this great big table and everybody's got a name bag, badge and, you know, and a mug. You know, I, I, I like picturing, you know, my, my anger aspect is sitting there, you know, looking all mean and has a name badge that says, hi, my name is Anger, and, you know, a mug, sort of like, you know, the Inside Out movie. As soon as that one came out, I had so many people calling me up saying, oh, my God, this is exactly, now I see what you're talking about. So empathy, you know, for those who are empathic, empathy has a seat on the council. And just like anger's go-to reaction, it's like, well, Anger, what do you think we should do? We should be angry. Fear, you know, we should be fearful. Love, we should be loving. And empathy, we should feel everything possible and not even consider what it takes out of us. We, we just need to feel, and if feeling is good, feeling a whole lot is, is better. So there's a part of us, that empathic part of us, that wants to have that connection. And we don't let them run the, run the council because that can be exhausting. When you have so much that you're giving out and giving out and giving out and people are just drawing that out and, you know, you're, you're connecting, you know, when you're connecting to all those people's energies, yeah, it, it's kind of tough to, 
separate and be able to go back into your space for yourself. I mean, ultimately, you know, the, the great thing that came out, you know, that a lot of people were using not too long ago or started using is not my circus, not my monkeys. And when you think, okay, do I really, is it necessary for me to intervene or is it just something I feel instinctively pulled to do? And really a part of figuring that out as to whether or not you are meant to get involved in something, you know, go within your heart. Go and, and really honestly, you know, do I have the time and the energy necessary, you know, to deal with this? Or do I have the ability to go over there and say, hey, what's going on? Oh, okay, well, let me get you some help. Go get them help and then walk away. So it, it's tough. It, it is really tough. And especially when you're first figuring out what this ability means. And what it means is that you have a very special ability. And, you know, some people say it's like, oh, yeah, you know, kids always love me or, oh, animals always love me. And there's a good reason for that is because they feel safe. And when you're empathic, and especially if you're, you know, you've been empathic your whole life, most people have. Sometimes, you know, certain abilities will come out at different times in a person's life. But generally, if you're someone who has your whole life been the type of person, one, everybody wants to come to you to tell you their problems. Being around people can really be exhausting to the point where you shy away from big group things just because it feels overwhelming. You know, often people who have social anxiety are tremendously empathic and don't know it and just know that when they walk into a situation, it, it's, it's like walking into a whirlwind. And there's too many people, there's too much energy, there's too many thoughts, there's too many emotions. And the person just want to, you know, back out and say no. And it's like, well, what's wrong with them? And they don't even know, they can't identify it, that no, this is, I, I don't feel good. I don't feel okay. I don't feel safe. And empathy can be especially difficult, especially when you don't know about it, when faced with criticism. Because if somebody is standing in front of you and feels that you are a bad person or a failure, when you're empathic, that means there's two people feeling that way, them and you. And if you don't know how to separate that, that can be really, really hard because then all the yucky stuff that people project onto you, you accept as your reality. And that can that can be tough. So by embracing the fact of understanding, wow, and, and I encourage you all to, to study up on it, read up on it. You know, if you have questions about it, contact me. And, you know, send me an email or, or contact me on Twitter or, or through Facebook and say, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm empathic. I don't know how to manage it. Then we learn. And it's okay because it takes a while to to be able to go, oh, I get it. All right, I can shut it off. I mean, even picturing putting it on a dimmer switch. There are times when... 
my empathy, I know for a fact it's not going to help because I have to maintain a certain sort of a distance. And by turning the empathy down, that allows me to just be very objective with someone without having to deal with the fact that I'm feeling that pull myself. So it is more than a feeling. It is a reality for those of us who feel it as if it's our own. And it is manageable. So read up on it, and if you need to, contact me because I definitely have been there, and I can tell you that it is manageable. So thank you so much for joining me. We'll be back next week with some very special announcements, so please listen in next week. Um, There's a lot of very cool stuff that's coming up, and I definitely want all you folks to, to be in on it because it's about transformation, it's about anniversaries, and it's about all kinds of good stuff. So, until next week, this is Dr. Eileen wishing you balance and blessings and good boundaries because being an empath means you become expert at good boundaries. And to feel what you feel because you choose to feel it. It's okay. Empathy does not have to get the vote swayed on our council. We can be able to use it and help others, and I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Check in with me next week because there's going to be a very big announcement. Until then, take care, everyone.